Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Neil Haley Show. Uh, really excited about our guest today, uh, Pierre LaRouche. And then we're going to also talk sports. Well, you say talk sports? Well, it's been a dream of mine to talk about two things I haven't been able to talk about in uh, a long time since I have been doing uh, radio and television. I've been sticking to straight education. Well, the Neil Haley Show is about everything. We're going to talk to politicians. We're going to talk to educators still. But we're going to talk about the, the hottest topics, the news, sports, and everything. Nothing is not open to the Neil Haley Show now. And especially with having an author show for over four years, I've talked about topics on my author show that go from the variety of dating to uh, self-help to entrepreneurship, uh, sports, talking sports. I've had some unbelievable interviews with people from Triumph Books, and that just came up that I thought of that. Hey, we'll definitely have some Triumph Book authors on the program, hopefully some big politicians. I guess opening up with Pierre LaRouche, that's unbelievably fantastic. And then we're going to talk about things. What do you think of what's happened with the Penguins? What are your predictions of the Steelers? Because I have my sports perspective, and hopefully we'll have those people on this show, but it will vary. Neil Haley's show will be about everything and everything. And uh, for like the next week, we have a fracking author on that's going to talk about not the pros of fracking, but the cons of fracking. So you can go to my website, tolter.net, and uh, tune in. I'm really excited to be all over the world with television and radio now doing simulcast broadcasts, it's perfect because, uh, as my old co-host Jared says, I have a face for radio. Well, I'm going to try to see, I see some of these people on television, especially if you watch Fox's Five, I think I'm better looking than Bob Beckel. So you let me know, audience, and uh, this is the Neil Haley Show. We'll be back to talk to Pierre LaRouche in just a moment. Judge Ron Arnone and Judge Guy Rushenthaler present the darker side of technology with cyber crimes expert James Deal. Wednesday, September 24th, 7.30 p.m., Bethel Park High School Auditorium. For information on the event, you can go to Ron Arnone District Justice Facebook page and you can learn more details about the event. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Simulcast Radio TV interview for the Neil Haley Show. I'm so excited to be part of this broadcast. You can go to my website, TotalTutor.net, for more information. Twitter, TotalTutor, Neil S. Haley, Facebook, LinkedIn, Neil Haley, Instagram, TotalTutor, and Pinterest, Neil Haley. And I'm so excited to welcome the program. I've never had a Pittsburgh Penguin on. I get the Steelers, all these NFL, NBA players. But I want to welcome the program, Pierre LaRouche, former Penguin. Pierre, how are you? I'm doing great, Neil. Yourself? Oh, I'm doing awesome. It's a Friday, and I get to talk to a legend like yourself. Now, Pierre, for our audience out there that did not see you play, can you give us a little bit of your background? Uh, certainly. Uh, I was drafted. I was drafted by the Penguins uh, out of junior hockey. I, I played for the Sorel Blackhawks. I was drafted eight overall in 1974. I played four years for the Penguins. Uh, went to play for the Montreal Canadiens for another four years, winning two Stanley Cup there. 
finished with the New York Rangers for six years, for a total of 14 years. Uh, back to Pittsburgh in 95. Uh, Mario Lemieux bought the team in 99 and uh, asked me if I could do some work for him. And uh, I've been with him since, since then, and we won a cup in 209, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll add some more coming up in a couple of years. Well, absolutely, uh, Pierre. And uh, from that career of yours, what would you say was one of your greatest highlights playing hockey? Well, as a kid back home in Amos, Quebec, when you play outside and skate around, you just dream of playing NHL hockey. So for me, that was the first game I played in Minnesota. It was, uh, you know, a dream come true. So for me, my, my highest, you know, moment in NHL is my first game. Yeah, the, the, that uh, the first game, but all those great career highlights. How many years did you have 50 goals? You were 50 I, scored, I scored 50 goals twice, if you don't mind me saying. I was the only uh, center in the Montreal Canadiens history to ever score 50 goals in a season. I also have the records for 48 for the New York Rangers. And uh, whatever I did in Pittsburgh, there was a guy named Marlon Mew that took care of all of that. So. <laughs> But I was the first pang. I was the first pang would ever get on his points. So that that stays. That's not too bad. All right. Well, awesome. So, um, Pierre, when you were ready to retire, how hard was it to get life after hockey? Tell us specifically when you were ready to go. If uh, the, the transition was that difficult? Well, what happened to me is it was ten game in the season in the eighty nine ninety. I uh, torn the librium in my left hip. And at the time, they didn't do that surgery, so my career was done right there. Um, the hard part is you're so used to a certain time of the year. When September came around, you went to camp and, and, and on and on. So the problem was that during the season, around 12.30 in the afternoon, I was tired and I had to go take a nap, just like you used to do when you played, and wake up at 4 and then go play. Uh, you miss the guys. That, that was the most thing. That you, you, you know, you're always around guys traveling, having a great time doing what you love the most, so uh, you miss being around your the players. That, that was my big thing for me. We're talking to Pierre LaRouche, uh, NHL legend, Pittsburgh Penguins and Rangers and Canadiens. And uh, so going through that process, did you always say, you know, I got to get involved in hockey for the rest of my life? When you, you Life after hockey, you said you definitely wanted to be behind the scenes and involved? Not really. Um, after I retired, I worked for a friend of mine in New York, John Hamilton, and public relations for the insurance company. And we started uh, doing some uh, some charity work. I, uh, my wife had cancer in 1979, and we could never had kids. So uh, what I did in New York, we started the uh, Pillars Invitational Golf Tournament for the prevention of child abuse. Uh, we did that for 25 years, uh, along with the stuff. And, you know, we got involved with Make-A-Wish and all that. And... Uh, when I moved back to Pittsburgh in 95, my wife says, from here, like I said, Mario bought the team, and uh, he asked me if I could do some work for him, and I said yes, and I've been with him since. It's been 15 years this year, and uh, it's been great. So what do you do for the Penguins? Uh, whatever needs to be done. Uh, I'm mostly um, I'm answered to him. He's the one that, you know, when he wants something done, he tells me. We talk about a lot of stuff. He asks me all kinds of questions. We we talk about everything, and he's been a friend of mine for a long, long time. So uh, uh, he's like a big brother. Well, I'm like a big brother to him. He's my best friend. Uh, we really, um, you know, I've seen all his family growing up in front of me, and uh, it's been a great trip. 
Great trip for sure. Winning Stanley Cup, and especially with the Penguins, and seeing the years of the down times when you played for the Penguins. Uh, how exciting was it to finally see them win a cup? It was great. Uh, you know, you we're so we're so lucky and privileged in Pittsburgh when you look at all the great players we had over the years. Like you got Mario Jagger, and now we got Crosby, Malkin, Latang, uh, Mark Andre Fleury. I mean, we. But the fans here have been blessed to be able to have some great teams. and uh, it, it was great to watch them. They work so hard, and it's so difficult to win the Cup in our days because the way the system is set up. Uh, you know, we I don't think we've seen a back-to-back team winning Cup for a while now. So uh, uh, it's quite an accomplishment. It's very difficult. Uh, you got to play four, seven-game series, and it's very demanding. And so, what do you think about the new team? What what is your what are your predictions for this year, especially the new coach, new general manager, and everything? Well, hopefully they will gel quickly. I mean, that's always the danger when you bring some new people in. Mostly, our coach, uh, the guys were used to Dan Ball's money. They, they they knew all his routine, the whole thing. So, in a way, it's going to be really fresh. So, uh, the guys should be excited about that. Uh, I met him last night. Uh, Mike seems a great guy. Uh, I known Jim Rutherford for a long time. I fit against Jim. Uh, very down the earth guy. Really nice person. There's no, you know, uh, no air about him as far as like I'm better than everybody else, and that's very important. So uh, I think we're going to be fine. Uh, I think that uh, the guys will be excited, and I mean we still have a great nucleus. We're going to have some new guys. We lost a few, but that's part of the, you know, the new era of hockey with the cap and all yeah. that stuff. But uh, I think we're going to be in great shape. What I think what's nice about having a winning tradition with the Penguins now is that they're always getting to the playoffs. They're always competing in every year for a cup. And not every team in the NHL has that luxury, right, to know every year they can go all the way. And that helps. Oh, I'm sorry, Neil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, again, sometimes you, you get that a lot, and our fans like, you know, come on, we've got to get to the final. Uh, it's difficult to get there, but again, we, we give them a great product every year. Uh, our organization don't stop, you know, it's nothing to make sure with the products on the ice is great. Our president, David Morehouse, uh, you know, Mr. Burkle, Mario, they, they, they make sure that they put a great product out there, and they do. So uh, our fans are kind of like, uh, you know, oh, well, you know, we're going to make the playoff for our chance to win the cup. They get used to it. They think it's normal. And uh, you take a lot of teams in this league that would love to have our team, uh, their team, I'm sorry, just to make the playoff one year. Forget about making the playoff every year. Exactly. We get spoiled with being the city of champions and winning all the time, especially with the Steelers and Penguins, that if we don't win the championship, we think it's a loss. But, again, there's cities that never don't make the playoffs or have a losing tradition. So it's great the Penguins have a winning tradition. Now, Pierre, are you doing still some charity work that you'd like to tell our audience about? Yeah, uh, about 12, 13 years ago, uh, uh, my sister-in-law, Kathy Hall, my wife, and uh, myself, along with Yammer Yager, started the uh, Mother's Oak Foundation. It's uh, it's for cancer research, cancer for kids, helping the family that... Uh, into their kids that wind up in the hospital with cancer. Uh, a lot of people forget that most, you know, most family are not well off, and uh, you know, paying for money for parking and food and all that stuff is expensive. And uh, uh, we've been doing that. It's called Mother's Hope Foundation. If you want to look it up on the on the internet, it's mother mothershope.org. And uh, all our money, ninety eight, the cent on the dollar goes back to the charity. We don't, you know. 
We don't run something that people get paid to, to, to you know, anyway. But uh, it's a great cause. Uh, we also give money to Bosnia for the orphanage up there that, uh, that they had that war that really, you know, tore up a lot of families. And uh, uh, we had our first golf event this year. It went well, and um, it's a great cause, and I really enjoy doing it. So you'll look to do a golf event every year, Pierre? Yes, sir. All right, that's fantastic. And uh, anything else, just working with the Penguins, any other projects you're doing? We're, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff with uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation, the Pittsburgh Penguins Foundation. Um, you know, there's always something to do. Uh, in a lot of, we have a lot of great foundation uh, in, um, in Pittsburgh. Uh, we're, actually, last night I was talking to some friends about that, that uh, a lot of corporations in Pittsburgh now are just concentrating, concentrating themselves as far as giving money to local charity, not national charity, because we've got some great one here, and, and it's always great news for, for all the people that uh, run, uh, you know, nonprofit charity in Pittsburgh. So they, uh, it's difficult to raise money, so it's nice to hear that the, the big corporation is going to keep their money here. I got, I'm so glad we connected on LinkedIn. Love to have you back on again the show to talk about during the season how the Penguins are doing and things like that. I know we'll have to do the morning interview, and that's perfect for our TV show. So uh, where's the best place we can find you, Pierre? Is there a place? Just, just like that. Just my cell phone. Call me. All right. What about for our fans out there? Do you have a website or anything? Or Nope. Sorry. <laughs> just not just, that savvy for social media <laughs> i got gotcha, you i got gotcha. you well i'm glad we connected and it was great talking to you and best of luck my pleasure to you have a great day all right take care now pierre okay bye-bye you're listening to neil haley's show and watching neil haley television show and we'll be back in just a moment back to the Neil Haley show and uh, what a way to kick off the show Pierre LaRouche and I, I didn't know for for a fact that Pierre uh, was working for the Penguins that's what's the fantastic thing of being a member of the media you can connect to people like him on LinkedIn I've had some unbelievable people I can connected on LinkedIn and hopefully they will be willing to be up in the morning when we do uh, tape uh, the Neil Haley show uh, for sure now what was really interesting about Pierre's career that I didn't know, and that's what's so great about uh, getting to interview them, is let's look at specifically, he didn't just play for the Penguins, and he was with some winning teams. Wikipedia does not do Pierre LaRouche justice at all. Uh, two 50-goal scoring years, a 48-goal scoring year, a bunch of different things, a great career. But I think the interesting thing is how tight he is with Mario, how he's working with Mario and the Penguins, and how really the Penguins have been become his team. And as you see in different golf tournaments or different things, he definitely is a Penguin. Now, your thoughts about the Penguins. Last year, I was glad to bring up things because a lot of us are fair-weather friends when it comes to uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. We say, oh, you know... Uh, they didn't win the cup, so it's a, it's a wasted year. Well, think about the times when I was a kid in the 1980s, uh, early 80s. We're lucky uh, to just go into a playoff, to get into the playoffs, and once we did, and we would lose to the better teams. We are always competing. It's quite interesting what they're trying to develop there. And uh, 
I, I, I really feel in so many ways uh, that the Penguins will continue to always have a great team. I think that they can't peak during the regular season. Hockey's such a long season, and they really have to have the right toughness uh, to go forward and win that Stanley Cup. What do you guys think about this? And I think Pierre is excited about this, and quite interesting to see talking to somebody uh, as powerful as Pierre on our show, and we're going to have some big, big, big guests uh, coming up. So what do you think? You could, at Total Tutor, tweet me, do you feel that the Penguins are going to have a great season next year? I don't know. I think that their window, especially with Crosby's uh, head injuries, is not, uh, it's a short window, especially when the way we're studying concussions and different things like that. And we have no idea if Malkin is going to be consistent or inconsistent. What's going on with our goaltending? All those different things. And I'll have to bring some certain sports people on to talk about it. It's not a sports show, Neil Haley Show, but we can talk about so many things. Now, what are your thoughts if we're going to continue sports today about the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> Every time we think we're getting on the right track, we're not going to have any bad press on the Steelers. What happens? We have another issue. The Blunt Bell issue. And I definitely want to address that one. The thing is that the situation is that we've heard far worse things happen with players. And we don't know what the suspension is going to be. But what is it going to help? How is it going to help the Steelers' morale? Think about the year with Roethlisberger when he had his charges. Or other things going on off the field. We just, like... I think Roethlisberger had a motorcycle accident one offseason. We have to watch these things for sure. The Steelers have the right team offensively to do very well this year. However, are they going to be able to be consistent on a regular basis? This is no longer Cowher's team. This is Mike Tomlin's team. And if I watch the first game of the year and see that Ben Roethlisberger is not running a no huddle, the game has changed. I'm sorry, Art Rooting the second. I know I've interviewed you, and you're the one that wants to keep it steel or football and running the football. Well, that's not the way this game works. You play the Broncos, they're going to run 80 plays, 75, 65 plays a game, are throwing the ball three, four, five yard, your, um, outs. Just because Seattle was able to win the Super Bowl, and what are your thoughts also about how now they're going to not allow the defense to do certain things? It reminds me of the days of when they eliminated Stickham when the Raiders won the Super Bowl. Uh, I forget the, the guy's names, Jefferson and different people. They all were wearing Stickham. They all had Stickham all over them. And after they won that Super Bowl against the, uh, Green, against the Philadelphia Eagles in the 80s. So those are the things. I believe we got to run that no huddle and we have to run it. All the time, we need to score a lot of points. And with Bell and Blunt, what a great combination. But maybe not the best combination when it came to Blunt. Why Bill Belichick let him go? If Bill Belichick thought this guy was talented, and I remember him running the ball, and he'd run 90 yards down the field for touchdowns and break tackles, you say, wow, the Patriots finally do have another great back. Well... They got rid of him as fast as they can. So they saw that cancer. So what's happening in the offseason that the Steelers aren't looking into the past of certain things? So what are your thoughts about the Steelers? I think a playoff appearance, they'll win the division, 
But going any further, they could possibly go to the AFC Championship, but it's going to be the Broncos all the way. The way the NFL has changed their uh, game plan, the way they've decided to allow offenses have more power, already you've heard it first. The Broncos are winning the Super Bowl. Well, Jason, the public school guy, says I give the worst predictions in the whole world. So let's see if I'm right or wrong about that one. And we're going to definitely have some NFL players on the program. I definitely want to get Andy Russell back on. Andy will give us a great perspective of the Steelers. And who knows who else. And hopefully the Neil Haley Show will be able to go on location to some of these events to talk to some of these fascinating, uh, great uh, people for sure in the NFL. Like I said, the defense is defense. People can't look at defense this year. You're going to see a ton of points. So fantasy football players, get re- fantasy players, get ready to go. That's one thing I don't have the time to do anymore, but I, I really enjoy fantasy football. It's a lot more interesting than baseball, but I think we're kind of curtailing, making things worthwhile in so many ways. So the Pirates now. What's your thought on the Pittsburgh Pirates? My thought on the Pittsburgh Pirates if you can't spend money, especially like the Cardinals do on a regular basis or other teams put more money into to baseball, look at the Dodgers. The Yankees are just have fools running their front office. But when you see the Red Sox, the amount of money they make. The Pirates will go to a certain point. They possibly will have a wild card game, but are they going to win that game? And you're seeing so many different things happening with the Pirates and their pitching staff and all these different things that we should have addressed some holes going to the trade deadline. And, you know, everyone was so high on Polanco. Well, he wasn't ready. We wanted to bring him up quickly. And look, the bats got on fire. Now the pitching's not doing as well. One thing you have to credit is Clint Hurdle. If you had the same type of team as last year, then you'd say, okay, it's, it's the system. It's not the system, it's the players. Well, it's a different team than last year, and they're still winning. I consider winning, even if we don't make the playoffs, winning. I remember the days the we don't even had it. We didn't even have a baseball team. Uh, so a lot of places you can go on my website, tolter.net, and check out all the different sports interviews of unbelievable stars that I've interviewed, and check them all out. I'm looking to put them all and post them on YouTube, and so that you can check out all the great individual interviews of different athletes. NFL does the best job because they have the best, they do the foundation work. They have the shortest season. They're very easy uh, to talk about for sure and things like that. Now, baseball, I can't make any prediction of who I think is going to win the World Series because, again, it's going to be a team that's hot at the right time, have the right pitching staff, right hitters, and we'll have to wait and see about that one. Any thoughts on it to any uh, players? Do you think they're going to be breakout players when it comes to the NFL? All those different things we will be talking about on a regular basis. One thing I am going to definitely do, and I I really had a a fantastic conversation with uh, Sam Clancy, and Sam hopefully will be coming to the studio. So we're not always going to have call-ins, but uh, Sam has already said he wants to come down to the studio. A lot of opportunities for different people to come, but what do you think of Pitt? That is going to be, as Dave will find out, that's something that drives me bananas, the Pitt Panthers. Are they going to win this year in football? Are they just going to be 6-5? and five? The firing of Wanstad was absolutely 
the most asinine thing that the Pitt Panthers would ever do. You have somebody who has NFL pedigree, that understands NFL players. You have them practicing in the South Side. Then we hire a coach from Wisconsin. I don't think he's going to be the man. He's the, the game. What Juan Stat was doing was preparing players for the pros, and uh, I think that I would have been happy with eight and three, nine and two seasons every year. We didn't have to win a national championship. Now we're going to lucky to get a bowl game every year. Basketball. I absolutely love the Pitt Panthers basketball team, but. They disappoint in the tournament. They disappoint in the tournament. They disappoint in the tournament. And I'm hoping to have Carl Krauser come on the show and talk about specifically what he thinks of the chances of the Pitt Panthers. So every week, the Neil Haley Show will focus on a variety of areas. I talk sports. You'd say, well, how's this guy go from education? We are going to be talking education issues. But it'll be mostly theme-based shows. And really excited to let our audience and broadcast families understand across the world that we are going to be able to be picked up on many other channels. Just go to TotalTutor.net if you just picked it up through via YouTube. YouTube, it's just a phenomenal resource in so many ways. And uh, next week, fracking. And uh, I, I just don't know what I think of this. I mean, people that are making money have a lot of land. And is it really helping the economy? But we have to figure out ways to get people back to work. We can't constantly have people on unemployment and different things like that. So we'll discuss those uh, political issues as well in so many ways. So we will be back in just a moment to, fit it, to close everything up. You're watching The Neil Haley Show. We'll be back in just a moment. Judge Ron Arnone and Judge Guy Rushenthaler present The Darker Side of Technology with cybercrimes expert James Deal. Wednesday, September 24th, 7.30 p.m., Bethel Park High School Auditorium. For information on the event, you can go to Ron Arnone District Justice Facebook page and you can learn more details about the event. We're back to the Neil Haley Show. For more information on me, you can go to my website, TotalTutor.net. You can follow me on Twitter, at TotalTutor. You can connect with me on my personal page, Neil S. Neil S. Haley Facebook, and all the other areas, or TotalTutor.net. Excited about next week's show. Excited about the guests that are going to be coming up weekly on the television show. So I hope everyone has a great week, and tune in next week. Good day, everyone. <laughs>